3: Welcome to episode 205 of the Veasan Market Insights podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday, everyone! What an insane weekend of betting it was. I'm talking college football. I'm talking one of the best contrarian days you'll ever find in the NFL. I'm talking a couple of our uh, a couple of our fighters in MMA and UFC. Dalkus and Craig the Bear Jew coming up huge for the team. Uh, I'm talking UCF. Finally catching some breaks there. UCF plus the points against Cincinnati. Thank God Cincinnati didn't score late. I'm talking Friday night. Louisville rolling over Syracuse and getting a little lucky. Maybe uh, maybe we're starting to catch some breaks here, guys. Maybe remember Friday night last time I talked to you on the pod. Uh, Minnesota was uh, a crazy line move. Uh, line went big in their favor. Went back a little bit. But Minnesota plus three. Uh, line think got down to two and a half, one and a half. But they got a very, very, very lucky pass interference call that went uh, that went in their favor uh, and, and basically allowed us to cash that game on Minnesota. So finally catching a break. And anytime you catch a break, I'll take it because we all know we all suffer bad beats. So kind of what goes around comes around. Uh, but we are grinding, guys. And overall, what we're going to do today is uh, it's going to be a good show because I'm excited. We're going to uh, recap everything from yesterday in the NFL. Uh, it was a great day for dogs, uh, which was uh, fantastic to see because we were marred in that uh, just crazy favorite stretch for about the last week or so, where favorites went favorites went uh, 10 and 5 ATS and really just chalky favorites across the board were were just rolling here. But we saw yesterday dogs 7 and 5 ATS barking back. I thought old Yeller was getting taken to the woodshed, and old Yeller came back. I love it. Uh, and then uh, that also included five outright dog wins. So uh, we'll go through all of them, but just some crazy ones. The Cowboys. The Titans, the Broncos were just the most incredible contrarian hit. If you were brave enough to take Denver, uh, the Panthers, I was on the wrong side of that one. I like that move to Lions, and I got Lions actually at a at a uh, at a money line pick them, and uh, then you saw Bridgewater out. Line went to uh, Lions minus three, and of course Panthers went straight up, uh, and then of course my Patriots couldn't get it done. But if you were brave enough to take Texans, that one cashed uh, outright as well. So what we're gonna do like we always do on a Monday is go through the board. Um, I think it's really, really helpful because when you're grinding the NFL, it's not a wake up on Sunday. You hear me say this all the time. It's not a wake up on Sunday at, uh, you know, 10, 1030, sleep in. Maybe you were uh, up drinking the last night. So you have a nice leisurely morning. You make some breakfast, have some brunch, and then you put your bets in at, uh, at 1255 for all the one o'clock games. No, you guys know that we grind the NFL from as soon as the lines come out that Sunday night, monitor them all throughout the week. Uh, try to identify the sharp side of every play. Where's the public at? Where's the liability from the sportsbooks at? Monitoring movement. Um, you know, kind of letting you know where the books are willing to go, where they're unwilling to go. How do we predict the next move? What system matches? Um, do, do certain teams have? You know, we talk about where's the public, where are the sharps, and where are the historically profitable situations. Uh, and of course, you can't again just wake up Sunday morning bet your games. We gotta learn. We gotta we gotta grind this, and we've been doing this all year long. I think we've been doing a great job of it overall. Um, but we gotta go over everything from yesterday because uh, sports betting is all about getting better, grinding. There's ups and downs. What can you learn? What can you take from different games? Um, you know, we can pat yourself on the back if you had a great hit. Um, like maybe I'm, I'm talking the Indianapolis Colts. There, it was a sweat and a half, uh, and I couldn't believe Phillip Rivers almost got called for a fumble there. It was definitely a forward pass, but should just ran the ball and never made it that close. But uh, talking about a great hit like the Colts, or uh, things we didn't get right. I'm looking at you, Atlanta Falcons, sharp reverse line move and uh, quarterback switch, and just got rolled there by the Saints. But always on a Monday, I like to use it to our advantage to um, learn what we can, take what we can. It's like when you when you do a test in math, and uh, you know you're doing algebra in ninth grade, uh, and maybe you get a 95, maybe you get a 75, but uh, you don't just you know put it on the fridge if you do well, or rip it up if you did poorly. You got to go over the problems. You got to go over what you did right, what you did wrong. But really, as we move forward, it's using these situations to your advantage so that next time they pop up, you're able to um, get down on them. You know, fearless with discipline, or maybe you, you question it, whatever it may be. We always try to learn from the from the previous Sunday, so we'll go over that. And then, of course, we'll talk a little uh, a little Monday Night Football. We got some Rams. We got some Tom Brady in the Bucks. I'm excited to hit on that. Uh, we have some conflicting stuff on there, but I think there's a, a pretty clear, sharp move. In terms of the spread, a uh, little bit of a line freeze on a total, so we'll hit on all that talking Monday Night Football. Uh, but of course, guys, as always, thank you for tuning into the pod, for grinding. Um, it's been pretty crazy, I would say, the last maybe two weeks. Uh, you know, for the first, I would say, two months of the season, we were just uh, rolling through the NFL season, uh, just kind of just kind of stacking units and doing great, and then it was a really rough week. And then uh, I'll, I have a teachable moment I want to talk about for this past week, because it got to a point with NFL where um, you know we had a, it was a really big public week, and then the Monday night game with Chicago didn't hit, and the Thursday night game with Arizona didn't hit, and it was like doomsday around these parts. Um, but I think this goes to show you that you got to stay consistent, you got to be, you got to be brave, and you got to stick with, you know, dance with the one who brung you, you know, sleep in the bed that that, that, that you made. All these cliches, but it's always true. And I think it's always tough when the public has a really good week or the public has a good stretch we all have these public tendencies where maybe we lose sight of kind of that contrarian mindset, that sharp mindset. And we say, you know, I, th- I really think this is the play, but man, public's killing it lately. So, so I'll, uh, I'll take the dolphins here. I'll take the Patriots here. And I'll, I'll admit I've fallen into some of these traps this past week. Um, but this just goes to show you, if you stay with the model and the process When times are tough, that's when you need to stay consistent the most, Uh, and you're really, really rewarded yesterday if you're able to do that. Because uh, I would argue, I haven't talked to many bookmakers yet. I got to text my guy TG, um, but I'm sure on Veasan, you know, Vinny and Chris and uh, the gang, they'll they'll hit on it. But um, I think this was maybe one of the best weekends in the NFL for the books because I was going through all the unpopular plays, almost every unpopular play um, covered. So every popular play, every public play. And they were mixed into both, you know, dogs and favorites because, you know, a lot of them were favorites that didn't hit, like, you know, Miami and stuff like that, but also uh, plays that we actually did a a good job with. You know, everyone was on Packers. We saw that sharp fade the trendy dog uh, move toward the Colts, but really all your big public plays did not hit. So, uh, contrarian, it's tough. You know, if you don't make a if you miss a bet, you look like an idiot and you say, what's going on? But it's a lifestyle. You got to stay with it. And when you kind of get loosey-goosey with it, that's when you get in trouble. And uh, I think it goes to show you yesterday that if you stayed with the contrarian mindset, you really had a betting bonanza yesterday overall. Uh, but of course, guys, uh, on a Monday, a little re-entry. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Um, it is uh, it is cold and rainy and gross in New England. I woke up and it's like I think I feel like I'm living in Alaska or something. It's pouring rain. It's dark. It's dreary. Um, but that ain't gonna stop us. We're just gonna keep grinding here. Uh, we are getting close to Thanksgiving, so I uh, hope everyone's getting ready for a uh, big holiday here. To sweat games. We'll talk about some of our Thanksgiving uh, lines that just came out here. We have three games overall. Of course, you always got uh, the, the classic, the the Cowboys Washington football team, Houston, Detroit, Baltimore, Pittsburgh will be a great, uh, great Sunday night game. I think you're going to have a buy opportunity there to uh, to back Baltimore off of a loss in Pittsburgh. Uh, just rolling here, but we'll hit on all that. Uh, but of course, I want to let you know at Vison there are so many things we offer, so much more than just the podcast. And uh, thank you for tuning into Lombardi Line this weekend. Uh, but there's so much more that we have to, to help you make smart bets. So uh, whether it's watching all of our programming throughout the day um, or whether it is getting that best bet email in the afternoon, usually multiple times telling you all the picks, best bets, from all the guests and hosts who are not touting, not scamby capping. These are real sports bettors, real handicappers who um, bet their own money on these games. And And, you know, to me, I like getting it knowing that, okay, there are certain people I really respect and I want to know what they're on tonight. It uh, doesn't mean I'll take it. doesn't mean I'll tail it or fade it. You can do whatever you want, but just the knowledge of knowing, okay, Lombardi's on this game. Or, um, okay, uh, you know, Matty Humans likes this play. I, I like knowing those things. It's a benefit to me. Um, so you'll get the best bet email. you also get every point spread Weekly magazine. Our digital magazine comes out every Wednesday, and that will give you such a leg up on all your handicapping. There's just a wealth of information in there. And, of course, all of our exclusive content at VEASAN. But uh, if you want to sign up, we have a 10-day free trial. Give it a shot. See if you like it. You can then go monthly. You can go yearly and save some money. Or you can get that football, uh, that football midseason special now to the Super Bowl, $99. So it is all included there. Um, and if you want to go to vcin.com slash subscribe, that's where you will get signed up for it. It's so, so worth it. Uh, reminder, of course, sign up for the newsletter. The newsletter is free. There's no reason not to get the newsletter. Uh, it'll give you tons of great promos for different legal sports books. Uh, we're lucky to see sports betting uh, legalization spread uh, across the country. I will mention this. Um, I'm uh, working on a grassroots campaign to get Massachusetts legalized, uh, legalizing sports betting. So uh, you may have seen I tweeted a bunch, but uh, there's a petition, a DraftKings petition, to send a letter to the lawmakers in New England, uh, in Massachusetts, to tell them uh, what are we doing, why aren't we legal, everyone else is, and all this revenue is leaving our state to go to neighboring states. Uh, let's do it. Uh, you should let us bet. So if you want to sign up on my Twitter page, uh, sign your name if you live in Mass. Um, that's part of it as well. But uh, this will include basically, um, uh, you know, promos for DraftKings, BetRivers, uh, FanDuel, BetMGM, PointsBet, all included there. So if you want to sign up and grab it, it is uh, it is definitely beneficial uh, to uh, to get those promos. Uh, but it's uh, com slash newsletter to get my Market Insights calm every morning as well. And then, of course, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting convo never ends. It's where um, it's where you can follow local beat reporters, breaking news, breaking injuries. Uh, it's been crazy here with the, uh, the NBA draft and NBA free agency. Thank God my guy Jason Tatum wants to stick around because everyone else wants to leave Boston. Uh, Sign a max contract, but get on Twitter. Follow at vson Live. You can also follow me at Josh underscore Insights, um, and uh, and you can also email me anytime. I'm always here to help in any way that I can, um, and you can email me Josh at Veasan.com. So let's do a little recap of yesterday because yesterday was a crazy day um, talking uh, talking NFL betting. So uh, let's just go through some high level trends, then we'll go game by game. So number one, big day for dogs uh dogs were seven and five ats five outright wins what's fantastic now is that again we saw that little bit of a, a favorite week-long stretch that really uh, had us tearing our uh, tearing our hair out but dogs are back in the green here uh, 88 and 72 55 percent on the year they're always in the green but they dipped a little bit down to i think 54 percent. now they're back up a tiny bit here but then you had five dog outright wins uh then unders now this is really underrated guys you know if you um if I always want you to know, and I focus a lot on spreads because I think that's the most popular bet. That's what people want to know about. it um, has such a big market. That's where all the bets are coming from, so therefore a lot of our strategies are very profitable when it comes to spread bets. But I would just keep an eye out for totals because, um, you know, maybe I don't do as great a job as I should. Maybe I should lean on totals a little bit more. But I'm just telling you right now, the unders, knock on wood, I got a feeling and I got the data to back it up. Uh, keep an eye out for unders the rest of the way. Unders week seventeen are really really erratic just because you don't know who's playing and crazy things happen, but as we're in like week ten through week sixteen, we're gonna have about a six six week stretch here, um, heading into uh, you know moving on moving forward in these weeks as we get later in the season, but the unders are really starting to crush it guys. I think there's a couple of reasons for it. You saw unders go seven and five yesterday. At one point I think they started the day six and one, but and these are also good teaser opportunities. We can take these unders. You know, um, like one that I I lost on Philadelphia yesterday, but I had a teaser, Philly 2.5 up to, what was it, 8.5, and and then the under, um, what was it, 46 up to fifty under 52. And obviously that one came came up huge, thank God. Um, I also had Philadelphia regular, just, you know, the plus 3 didn't come in. But what I'm getting at here, guys, is late in the season, unders do very well, especially divisional unders because it's the second time you're matching up with these teams. Atlanta, New Orleans comes to mind yesterday with that under. Um, also, uh, divisional unders that fall anytime you see a, at least a point drop here, it tells you some smart money came in. Hit that under. The other things you can add in some weather, like Philly, Cleveland. Anyone betting these Cleveland unders in these terrible weather games, like they've been just fantastic lately. Uh, Cashed a couple in a row here, um, but th- these are the things you want to look out for uh, toward the tail end of the season. Um, these games are tighter; they mean more. Um, that's really something you got to keep an eye out for. And of course, if they fall, if they're a second divisional matchup, if you got bad weather, uh, those are all important things. So under seven and five yesterday, which was nice. Uh, let's run through the game. So first one, Philly Cleveland. Uh, this was a bad beat here. This was a sharp play to Philly that did not come through. Cleveland was getting the majority of bets. They opened around minus three, get up to three and a half, but then they came back down to two and a half. Uh, and of course, Philly man, they're just I don't know what is up with Carson Wentz, but uh, Cleveland. You got to give Cleveland credit. I wasn't a big believer a believer in Cleveland, but they run the ball. They play good defense. No Miles Garrett. It didn't matter. I don't know if that speaks more to how bad Philly is, but I think Cleveland's working with something here, especially with that running game and that good offensive line. Uh, but if you took the points with with Philly, with me, uh, it didn't hit. But I wouldn't regret that play. I'd make that play every time. That was a, a sharp road, um, short road, uh, road dog plus six or less. COVID road move. Uh, Ended up losing by five. But again, teaser opportunity to get them up to 8.5 or the under there. The under was a great hit, and that was 47.5 down to 45.5 hit that. Uh, another one that annoyed me, Atlanta. Loved Atlanta. Um, they were plus 7 down to plus 3.5. Now, if you make a case where the line gets all the way down to 3.5 and, and you want to buy low on New Orleans, I get it. Uh, I don't hate that at all. Um, I jumped on Atlanta earlier in the week at 4.5, so I was like, okay, I got you know point of closing line value here. I like it. Um, but, of course, New Orleans rolls there and Atlanta off a of bye as well. So that was a divisional dog, road dog move, matched all my systems. That one just annoyed me because I was on Atlanta. It did hit the under there, though, 50-and-a-half down to 49-and-a-half. And, again, that's that divisional under that falls. Um, you know, Familiarity, late season, no weather there. It's in the dome, but um, did see that line tip down a little bit. Uh, Detroit really annoyed me. If you had the ball go Carolina, I'd I tip my cap to you because I got Detroit at a pick on my money lined them. Um, and I've seen P.J. Walker before. I just didn't believe in him, and I I, I kind of like that uh, quarterback matchup for Detroit. It did worry me that a lot of guys out: Galladay, Swift, Amendola. Like you know, that was uh, they, and of course they score no points here, but um, that was intriguing. And uh, beat the closing line, but didn't matter. Carolina rolled twenty to nothing in that one. Now New England, Houston. I was digging New England here. They're plus two and a half to minus two and a half. Uh, and if Houston as a big contrarian play. Uh, won the game outright. That one was incredible to me. And again, if you want to buy on that one, there's a case to be made, guys. And maybe I should do a better job at this as well. When a line moves so much, going the other way and betting it at the low, low, uh, low water mark there. Um, at one point, New England was minus two and a half, got down to like minus two, minus minus 1.5, But then late movement came in minus two and a half as well, uh, and that was a. Uh, it became a bit of a public play, which worried me about the Pats. But if you were brave enough to take Houston, uh, that one did hit. And uh, that was kind of a bad beat if you took the over. It opened 47, got up to 49 and a half, pretty sharp over. Uh, landed on 47 there. Uh, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. This is one of the only public plays that covered Pittsburgh laying the wood minus 10 and a half. Uh, I was actually leaning in Jacksonville there. Contrarian line freeze 10 and a half. Uh, Pittsburgh absolutely rolled in that one. Uh, then this one was a great hit though. Washington. Uh, shout out to uh, or you know best wishes to Joe Burrow. Looks like he's got a torn ACL that sucks. He's going to be uh, one of the best QBs in the league for a long time here. But I uh, love Washington from the start. That was a public play Cincy. Classic Washington contrarian reverse line move favorite. About a pick them to minus one and a half. So I money line Washington in that one. Uh, that was a nice hit getting uh, getting the uh, the football team. Uh, Tennessee-Baltimore. This is another nice hit for a contrarian better. Um, it was kind of 50-50 tickets, but sharp move to Tennessee. So wise guys, especially who took Tennessee in the points, they won outright. what you liked about that one is it opened minus seven Baltimore, got all the way down to six. Uh, And anytime you see that line move, uh, you know, to me, a half point is meaningful, especially around a key number. But a full point move, that's telling you some big money move that line there. So Tennessee plus the points, that was a short road dog, road COVID move, uh, big hit there for the the wise guys. And then also the over there. That was a 48.5 total up to 50.5. Ended up on, what, uh, 54, hit the over there. Now this one I couldn't believe, Miami and Denver. I mean, did anyone bet Denver yesterday? If you bet Denver yesterday, to me, that's one of the the sharpest calls I had ever seen. I did not see this coming. Um, And and you know me, I love gross, disgusting plays. Even I couldn't get down on Denver in that spot. Uh, But two-thirds of bets on Miami. Denver did have value cover up the names of the teams. Only about a third of bets. um, Inflated line, plus two and a half to plus four. But the way Miami was playing and the way Denver is playing, again, this was such a surprise to me. So even if you did lay the points with Miami, I, I don't entirely blame you. That wasn't just a public play. You had some smart money move that line toward Miami as well. And again, that was just a, a massive surprise there. Uh, Denver winning the game outright, twenty to thirteen. Um, but again, if you hit, if you hit Denver yesterday, if you had the balls to take Denver, man, uh, I, I owe you a beer because that is a bold play, and you got to be bold to cash some of these plays in the NFL. So if you took Denver. Well done. Uh, Jets and the Chargers. Uh, This is a Jets play to me, a hold-your-nose play, a hazmat play, um, just because I didn't like laying points that many points of the rookie quarterback. And it was a contrarian play, and it was minus 9.5 chargers. At one point, got down to like 7.5, came back, ended back 9.5, so it's kind of a sharp line freeze here. That was just a gross road, dog, contrarian, almost double-digit play. So if you you took the Jets there, uh, great cover there as well. Uh, my number one hit, my best hit of the day yesterday, guys, and I'm sure for you guys as well, what a game to sweat this was. They were down big at one point. I think they were down by 14. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Colts came up huge. Me and Lombardi uh, were, uh, were at each other's throats about this game here. He loved Green Bay. Uh, and I held my nose and I stuck to my guns on Indy, and I'm glad I did because I uh, was two-thirds of bets on Green Bay, uh, public all over Green Bay. But yet when that line, you know, it opened, some books opened like Green Bay minus two and a half. But really it was all movement toward Indy. We talked about this game all week. This is a fade the trendy dog example. Everyone bet in Green Bay, yet line movement all toward Indy. And the fact that Indy stayed a favorite, even though you had such heavy public bet in Green Bay, that's what really made me like Indy. So that was another money line play for me. Uh, I love seeing that cover. At one point it got to 2.5, came back down to 1.5. But that was a fantastic hit, and that was like an epic sweat there to the end. I also found out on Twitter – Anyone has Instagram, they have the Instagram stories. Twitter now has fleets. So I did my first fleet with Indy, which was awesome. So uh, that is now a thing. i got to get up with the times. So uh, I'm learning, guys. I'm staying with the, the young kids here. I don't have Snapchat, though. I'll tell you that. Uh, but, yeah, huge hit there with Indy. Also, we took the over there, um, 49 up to 52. Uh, and that one went in the, into the 60s if you had that one. Uh, Dallas, this was another big one. Put, put Dallas up there with Indy. Uh, really sharp play. I like this play with Dallas. Because number one, it was like uh, mini minus nine and a half to minus seven, and everyone was on mini, so it was a really sharp reverse line move to a road dog there, Dallas. But this is something that I looked to, and it cashed, and I, I kept making this comparison, but it cashed with the Rams uh, and the Dolphins. It cashed on the Dolphins a few weeks ago. This was a really big rest versus tired mismatch. Dallas was off a bye. Miami, uh, Minnesota was off a Monday night game. That is a really, really, really big mismatch there. And you all know how physical football is. And when you get that much rest and a team that's on that short rest, that's a, a big, big advantage there to Dallas there. So they won by three. I didn't expect a win. I was hoping a six point loss covered the number. But a really sharp play there uh, to the boys. And they were able to uh, hit that one, which is nice. And that was a little bit of a sharp over, too. It was around 47 half up to 50. Uh, that one went into uh, what it landed on, 59. Uh, and then last game of the night. Um, man, if you took the Raiders, what an epic hit there. Uh, Michael and Barty almost got me talking into KC there, uh, the COVID, all the concerns, all the gross stuff. Um, at one point I even made a case for KC. That, that, and here's a teachable moment. Um, with the public rolling and with dogs being totally dead and not barking at all, I made a mistake and leaned on KC in that game, and that should not have ever been a KC play. Uh, so that was a moment of weakness for me that I regret. Um, that was Vegas. And I know a lot of you guys took Vegas. Uh, I like, the funny thing is I like Vegas all week. They were seven down to six and a half. Then the COVID stuff hit. Mine got all the way up to eight. I think close closed around eight or seven and a half. Um, but that was a primetime dog. Uh, a little bit of buyback there late, uh, divisional dog. All those systems were hitting there at Vegas. So, uh, they didn't win, but they lost by four and covered the number. That one did go over. Um, uh, that was funny. That was 66. That was actually going to cover the under. It was a high scoring first half. No point second half. And then late. They scored a million touchdowns, so a little bit of a bad beat there if you're on the under. Uh, but Vegas, baby, uh, what a great hit if you're able to take it. I uh, know oh my guy Devin Joseph. I know you're listening, Devin Joseph. You hit it. Well done, my man. Uh, but there we go, uh, learning from yesterday. Number one, when dogs ain't barking and public's rolling, don't fall into the public trap. Uh, keep grinding. Stick with it. Uh, when everyone's betting the the, uh, the trendy dog, you got Indy there because the line moves toward Indy. Uh, big move, rest advantage, Dallas, Dallas. Uh, those are these are the little things that we want to take from each um, from each Sunday, so we can take it moving forward. But that being said, first half of the pot in the books. Now we are going to uh, take a very very short break, and we get back. We got another game of sweat tonight, guys. We got more value that we can get on here. This is Tampa Bay and the LA Rams. So let's hit on it when we get back after this very short break. Stick with us on a Monday, uh, grinding like we always do on the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your guest, your host, or I'm the host, you're the guest, uh, Josh Applewell. Stick with us, guys. We will be right At Bed
0: 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. That's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BTW, Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
3: All right, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. So we are uh, going to finish up the second half of the pod here. Went over everything from yesterday. Sat around the virtual bar. Talked about games that hit. Games that didn't. Mistakes we made. Um, good things that we did. It's all important as we try to uh, get 0.01% sharper and better every single day. So let's talk about the game for tonight. Uh, 8-15, Monday Night Football, obviously a huge matchup. Uh, tell me that. Tell me what you don't know. But uh, for tonight, really a treat. Two really good teams in the NFC, uh, two playoff contenders here. So the Rams, 6-3 and three straight up, 5-4, uh, ATS here. They are coming off an impressive win over the Seahawks, 23-16. Remember, that was kind of a fade-the-trendy dog play. Uh, Three-point home favorite, cover that number. I think some of us were able to get that one last week. But then you look at the Bucks, 7-3 straight up, 5-5 five five ATS. Remember, they got crushed by the Saints, 38-3 in Week 9. Looked terrible. But then really came back, and uh, unfortunately I was on the Panthers this one. They rolled 46-23, uh, covered as a six-point favorite in that one. Um, so you are the Rams. They are uh, plus 48 in point differential. Bucks are plus 70. So what I'm looking at this uh, number here tonight, guys, is I think you can make a little bit of a case for both sides. But to me, the line move is what really speaks volumes in this one. So uh, what I'm seeing here for this game is, you know, this game here, it opened up with the Bucks listed as a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Now, the public is split down the middle. They don't really know who to take here. Um, you know, what I'm seeing is basically a split-ticket count where uh, half the public says, yeah, the Rams are a good team. Uh, I know Goff gets a lot of crap, but, he, you know, he's a decent quarterback and they got a great defense. Um, and they're getting four points, you know, I'll take it. Um, However, you then have another, you know, public spot here saying, man, Tampa Bay coming off a big win, Brady at home Monday night. uh, How do you not lay a short spread with Brady? So the one thing I'll say off the bat is that uh, on a Monday night, you know, so Thursday, Monday, and Sunday night, those primetime nights, we'd love to go concharian. That's why the Raiders had a lot of value last night. Um, now, what is it, now why is that important? Because when you bet, when you go contrarian, you bet against the public. You want to do it in games that have the most public bias, the most public action. But this game here really doesn't have that. It's 50-50 down the middle in terms of ticket count. So as a result, really no contrarian value here. So anytime I see a situation where there's no contrarian value, um, I know that right there automatically I don't have that you know, built-in um, advantage. Uh, so what I look then look toward is historical systems, and line movement really. Line movement is the most key here because uh you can't bet against the public, but you can see you know where the sharp's leaning based on how the line is moving. So I am seeing some sharp action here on Tampa Bay. If you want to lay the points with Tampa Bay, I do not mind this play whatsoever. Um, I actually lean Tampa Bay on this one. But I'll tell you why I'm a little, little worried in a second. But this open Tampa Bay, minus three and a half. Tickets are even, yet this line got all the up to uh, minus four and a half. And you did see a little buyback here, some four and a halves. Uh, this morning actually just got hit. Some books are now down to four, but for all intents and purposes, this opened minus three and a half and all movement has been toward Tampa Bay. So what does that tell me in a vacuum? If the tickets are split, a line shouldn't move at all. You know, basically if, if tickets are even, if I give you uh 10, 10 bets and five around team, a and five around team, B, team B, you would think a line shouldn't move at all. Cause it's even but that's not always the case. The line will move based on respected money. So how how big are those wagers? Who are those wagers coming from? That sort of thing. So this line did move to Tampa Bay. That's why I'm leaning Tampa Bay. That's why I did see a little bit of sharp money at Tampa Bay, minus three and a half, and even at minus four. Um, I think if you're betting Tampa Bay, you're you're looking for this minus four here. Uh, The only, and the other thing is with the Rams, they have no Whitworth. I think that's important. He's their starting left tackle. He's a veteran guys just freaking mountain of a man and played forever but uh they're missing really one of their uh their best linemen and they're going up against a pretty ferocious uh tampa bay d here um but also you know the only thing keeping me like full-blown tampa bay here is that i do have a lot of system matches on the rams in this one so number one primetime dogs we talk about this all the time cash last night with the raiders 21 and 12 ats this year 64 percent dogs in general Dogs crushed for nine weeks, got killed in week 10, bounced back week 11. Dogs this year, 55%. Uh, Short road dogs, plus six or less, 38 and 24, 61% here. So short road dogs, six or less, primetime dogs and dogs in general, uh, all are matching here with the Rams. So if you tell me you get the Rams at four and a half, I can't blame you here. Uh, I'm leaning Tampa Bay just because I do like this movement here and the fact that there's (coughs) – Excuse me, guys, the fact that there's no contrarian value. You saw the line move. tells me Tampa Bay did get some some sharp action here. Um, if you are looking at uh, the total, though, I think the total, you're looking at some sharp money here to the under. Uh, Rams play good defense. Uh, Bucks do as well. But these primetime unders have done very well. You know, the lost last night with the, uh, the Raiders here. But primetime unders, 21 and 12, 64%. And this total was 48 and a half, and it's – At one point, or even 49, it got down to 47.5 at one point. It's back to where it kind of started, 48.5. But we mentioned earlier these late-season unders. This isn't a divisional under, um, but these late-season unders get, you know, these tighter games, typically lower scoring uh, late in the season here. Um, It's not a divisional game, as we mentioned. But uh, pretty much public's on the over, yet the total has only fallen across the board. You know, any 49s, it's now 48.5, and liability's all been toward the under. The other thing I like about Tampa, uh, our guy Jerome Boger. Uh, you got to love Jerome Boger if you're betting a home team. Jerome Boger is the best home referee, home umpire, uh, lead official. Home teams are 56% when Boger is the lead ref. So that would benefit Tampa Bay here. So I don't think this is a perfect play either way. Um, this will lead a bit to your intuition as a better, your mindset as a better. Um, you know, you can make a case for the Rams as a dog, primetime dog, short road dog, six or less. Uh, but you can also, in my opinion, say line move to Tampa. And that's the most meaningful thing here. And Bogler's the home ref and no Whitworth for the Rams. So, uh, gone to the head, I'm leading Tampa Bay here. I may regret it because I am a dog better. Uh, but if you want to lay off that, I do like the under here as well. Um, one thing you could do, if you like the Rams, you could tease them. You know, if you see a four and a half, you could get six points and take it to ten and a half. That gets you through seven and 10. And then you could take that under 48 and a half and bring that up to, uh, bad at math what is it 54 and a half uh did i get that right Uh, 55 and a half like 54 and a half um but that could be an opportunity as well tease the under up um and then tease uh tease the rams up to getting 10 and a half uh but then again what if brady rolls that's the other thing you got to keep taking account here uh but again not a perfect play dog systems on rams line move to bucks i lean bucks here based on that line move i do like the under opportunity here as well uh, now, looking at a little uh, Wednesday, a little Wednesday, Thanksgiving Day. Um, let's see. Or, sorry, Thursday. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. A uh, couple games. We got uh, Houston, Detroit, first one here. This is going to be a buy opportunity for me if Detroit gets to plus three. Uh, look at Detroit, just got crushed 20 to nothing. Houston just had a big win over the Patriots. Right off the bat, that's buy-low, sell-high on Detroit at home, Thanksgiving, getting three. Hopefully, they get some of these injured guys back. But. This line's already moved uh, toward Houston. Some books open minus two, um, up to minus two and a half. It's now juiced up, minus two and a half, minus 115. To me, wait to get the key number. And that'll be Detroit plus three for me. Um, Washington, Dallas. This is another similar thing. This opened uh, you know, both teams off a win, but Dallas off a really impressive win. Um, some books open uh, around minus three for Dallas. And it's now down to two and a half. So I'll be looking at Washington there. Road division dog. Uh, getting three down to two and a half. I'll wait it out try to get the three, but I have some system matches there as well. Um, and also looking at the under there 47 down to 46 and a half uh, with Dallas and Washington. And then going to love this game Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Um, I'll be grabbing Baltimore here, and I'm considering grabbing them sooner rather than later because Pittsburgh opened minus three and a half. Um, or actually, yeah, minus, some books open minus two and a half Pittsburgh. So this line got up. But really, the key is it's three and a half. It's plus three and a half, minus 120 for Baltimore. Tells me it's going to fall down to three. So getting the hook there could be really, really crucial. Um, so I'm looking at uh, three and a half with Baltimore. That's Baltimore struggling here off the loss. Pittsburgh rolling. Uh, divisional game, these are these are three-point games, uh, as we've seen. A uh, revenge game for Baltimore as well. Uh, but I'm looking at Baltimore plus the points in that one. Uh, but there you have it, everyone. Another day, another dollar. We're grinding, guys. Isn't sports betting just crazy? You got to stick to the mindset, stick to the process, sharp contrarian. And it gets hard. I'm telling you, I've been doing this every day for 12 years, okay? I'm 33 years old. I've consistently done this every single day for 12 years. And even I get into these situations where uh, my bias seeps in. I'm only human, you know? I try to be as consistent as possible, but it's tough even for me sometimes. Um, But you got to stick with it. Uh, Even when dogs are getting slaughtered, every favorite, you know, shocky play is rolling. You still got to be brave enough to stay with it. That's really the name of the game. And if if you did, a big contrarian day like yesterday, you get rewarded for it. Um, So that being said, guys, uh, if you want to learn more about sports betting, increase your knowledge. Um, If you're in a newly legalized state, if you need to get a stocking stuffer for you or a loved one um, or a friend or your uncle or whoever, uh, and you need a gift and you have no idea what to get, I, I can tell you a perfect, perfect gift. It's called the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's my book. About, uh, about how to bet on sports successfully, uh, maps out the strategy for bankroll management. It maps out uh, how to go sharp, how to go contrarian, how to identify smart money, how to read line movement, um, all the tips and strategies for all the major sports, how to bet in person, how to shop for the best line, um, all that stuff. It's all included in my book. So if you wanted to buy it for the holidays, stocking stuff for a friend, or you just want to support the pod, uh, let me know that you appreciate it. That would really, really mean a lot to me, guys. Um, but of course... Uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City with my guy T.G. I know T.G.'s happy after that huge day yesterday uh, where the public got taken to the woodshed. Or maybe it is the uh, Twin River in Rhode Island. Or maybe it is the Brook in New Hampshire. Or maybe it is Stadium Swim in the beautiful circle with my guy Mike Palm. Uh, Or maybe it is the good old South Point where it all began, where the VEASAN headquarters are at. Wherever it may be, you're going to stay sharp. You're going to stay contrarian. You're going to bet against the public. You're going to place yourself on the side of the house. And you're gonna walk up to me, and you're gonna show me a beautiful, and I'm talking a beautiful Indianapolis Colts minus one and a half, an incredible Dallas Cowboys plus seven and a half, plus seven, um, a Raiders ticket, whatever it may be, a Washington money line, uh, all these contrarian plays that came through. You're gonna show me those beautiful tickets. You're both going to uh, we're both gonna smile. We're gonna do a little elbow bump uh, with our masks on, and guess what? First beer is on me. But have a fantastic day, guys. Good luck on Monday Night Football. We're back at it tomorrow. And I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I'll leave you with this. You know what happens on the 25th? The 25th is Wednesday. You know what's going down on Wednesday? College hoops, baby. We got 30, more than 30 games to bet on uh, on the 25th here on Wednesday. College basketball is right around the corner. And just get ready. Because if you ain't done college hoops yet, uh, you haven't seen the full uh, – The full Josh Applebaum, I guess, because I love college hoops. It's going to be fantastic. And I'll just say this to you, neutral court unders. Just get ready. But have a great day, guys. Good luck. Thank you for all, uh, for tuning in every single day. Stay sharp, stay contrarian, betting against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Um, I'll have multiple outs, beat the closing number, and just keep grinding and stick with it, guys. It's the hardest thing to do, uh, to stay even-keeled and stick with it. But that's that's how you're successful sports better. And you get rewarded with a big contrarian day like yesterday. But good luck, everyone. I will uh, be on the Lombardi line in a bit here with an update on the game, and uh, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep grinding like we always do. Uh, good luck tonight, guys, and I will see you tomorrow.